Good morning, Janice. When it's talking about the churches, the seven churches, what uh, what kind of church are they talking about? Like, uh, as far as description, are they talking about um, churches like jealous church, um, evil churches, or are they talking about um, Christian church, or you know what I mean? Like the seven churches. How are, how is it broken down? Well, praise the Lord, people of God. Again, another day that the Lord has truly blessed us with according to his own goodness and mercy. That is from everlasting unto everlasting. We do give him the glory and honor that is due unto his most precious and divine name. Welcome to my purpose podcast. It is the podcast designed with you in mind, understanding our purpose and our identity in Christ Jesus. We have to know who we are and to whom we belong because we are truly living in perilous times and time is winding down and Jesus is soon to return. He's on his way back y'all. So we have to be that prepared church that prepared people with a prepared place for us to go. So that is the purpose of this podcast. We have to know who we are in him and the plans and purpose that he has for our lives and be able to walk in it. We don't want anything to hinder us from the grace of or cause hurt, harm, or shame to the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So we position ourselves, hallelujah, to be led by him and through him, through his Holy Spirit. So we give him that glory. Uh, We do have a question by Sister Brittany on this morning. She is asking, as you heard about the seven churches, and sometimes I do forget that uh, we're on... Uh, what we call like different levels in 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 our teaching and our understanding and I get so excited I get ahead of myself and uh, don't explain anything that's why I always say send me your questions let's have a conversation let's all be on the same page Um, because I'm sure if one person have a question somebody else is asking the same thing and, and might be afraid to ask but never be afraid to ask any question and all you're getting get understanding that is the purpose once once you have understanding uh, of the word of god then you know how to apply it so always always ask questions get understanding and then the holy spirit will take that that you have received and he will help you apply it to your everyday life that's the purpose of the word is to take on flesh just as Jesus is, is dictated as the word of God, he took on flesh and he dwelt amongst us, among us. And that's the same thing, the word that we take in, partake in. Um, that is the purpose of it. So we can become the living, breathing organism as the body of Christ through by the word of God. So Brittany is asking about these seven churches are their true churches yes they are true churches and they are church churches established by god they are his church and, and these are churches that was built on solid foundation as he say that uh as he began with each of each one of them he he um tells them of the good things that he sees that is going on with them and then talks to them about their works that is going forth he the things that he is pleased with 
But then he also said there is some things that he is not pleased with and he warns to warns them to repent and we will break those down and go ahead and start from church to church uh, church um, the New Testament the Bible is actually written with directions for the church he, as you begin to read Paul's teaching and I love Paul teaching because he the majority of the New Testament is written by him in its directed letters and epistles to the church of things that's going on and people are having disagreements, uh, different opinions uh, about different things that they are relating to their selves. So it's turmoil in the church and he warns, Jesus warns himself of, of allowing wolves to sneak in in sheep clothing. Even in the Old Testament, they sneak in unaware and then they, then they draw the people away through their teaching. This is, again, uh, as we talked about Babylon being that spiritual church uh, where the devil have drawn people away through ideation and ideals from what God has told them to do. They have taken the word of God and they're twisting it. He's twisting it. So the church becomes divided. And as long as the church is divided, the devil he has a place in it. So we will break those down for you, Brittany. Um, and we'll go through church by church. And also we'll throw um, Paul's teaching in along with it. What he, what he ta- discusses and what he warns of. That is um, the teachings that draws people away. And you very much see it even though the te- the Bible's was written so many years ago you would very well be able to see those same characteristics within the church today we'll be right back in just a few moments well welcome back thanks to god to my purpose podcast Again, a podcast designed with you in mind, understanding our purpose and our identity in Christ Jesus as we continue to embark on this journey, understanding the warfare in the times in which we are living. I do encourage you continue to pray much, pray much, fast much, seek God throughout your day. Just wake up in the middle of the night praying because we are truly under attack. I tell you, I have to struggle just putting these few minutes together of this podcast and uh, praying and talking to God throughout the day because there even as we pray to God seeking him covering us protecting us and uh, trying to push forward uh, this word birth out this word through by the Holy Spirit I'm constantly up under attack with demonic spirit as we pray to God somebody is praying to the devil as well and those are witchcraft spirit spirits that they're sending out uh, for for the attack to hinder this lesson this teaching from going forth if you find yourself being aggravated if you find yourself being slowful if you find yourself uh, falling asleep when you're trying to study you find yourself uh, just not becoming interested in, in, in what is going on. Know that you're under attack. The devil do not, do not want you to get this. He do not want you to understand it. So we have to push back. We have to press back. Satisfy that thing that is spiritual. 
in our walk with God. There is no other way. We have to go through this and this is nothing new. It's been preached. It's been preached. The word, uh, it, the Paul understood it, understood it best in this church that we're getting ready to look at uh, as uh, he spoke. John spoke to, um, I mean, the Lord spoke to John in the book of Revelation concerning the seven churches. These are seven churches that are located in Asia. They were physical churches. They were physical churches then, but understand now for us, they are are the spiritual. They are spiritual churches, and these churches was aligned with characteristics in the in the timeline and in, in which the from the first church to the last church. And Christ, uh, the Lord, is telling uh, John as he's explaining the mysteries that he see. He says the the seven stars that you see; these are the angels of the seven churches that I hold in my hand, and you see the seven candlesticks that standing before you and Jesus. As you begin the first chapter of Revelation, he said the seven candlesticks and Jesus are representative of the seven churches. So the seven churches are the physical churches that are here on earth. And then he said, and Jesus, Jesus is the last church. Seven is the number of completion. Eight is the number of new beginnings. So we're at, start with the church of Ephesus in which he speaks of. The church of Ephesus, um, we find the characteristics of that church in the book of Ephesians. And it is a letter that Paul has penned to the uh, Ephesian, referencing the same thing that uh, John had, uh, sp- uh, the Lord has spoken through John in telling them uh, about their characteristics. It says, unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, right? These things says, he that holdeth the seven stars in the right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden uh, candlesticks. The stars being, uh, of course, the spirit of the church and the candlesticks being the seven churches that he do speak on. I know the works of thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and has found them liars, and has borne and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast said that um, thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent. And do the first work, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. But this thou hast, that thou hast hated, thou hast hated it, the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the church. And as the Lord is saying this, he, he, he uh, emphasized to Ephesus what it is that he loved about them and what they are doing. 
They have not tolerated these apostles and false teachers to come in and dwell amongst them with their lives. So they are very rooted in the word of God. So they have clear understanding. But we go back to uh, where he says that y'all hate the, the teaching of the Nicolaitans. The hate is the deeds of the Nicolaitans. And, and this was a sect of uh, heretic teaching. It was a type of teaching that was based on Balaam. It was based off of Balaam. And you remember the story of Balaam. And I don't, I have recorded it, but I'm not sure if I have played it. But Balaam, he was that prophet that uh, Balak, the king, hired to curse Israel. As he saw them coming, he became very afraid of them. And Balaam, he was a seer. He, he was a seer. And he had power to curse or bless. It was a gift from God. But he chose to use it for money. And Balaam began to send his people to him to come and curse these people of Israel. And God told him no. But he went back and forth to God over and over again until God finally said, yes, you go, but you speak what I put in your mouth. But Balaam was using the gift of God to uh, gain wealth. He was using the gift of God to gain wealth. So he was satisfying his own lust. He was pulled away from his lust uh, to the world and he taught others to do so. And this is the teaching uh, that is portrayed through this Nickelodeon. It's okay, a little sin won't hurt you to take the gift that God give you and misuse them and abuse them. A little sin won't hurt you. Sin is sin. And he said a little leaven within the bread leavened the whole lump. There's no, no such thing as a little sin. We don't practice it. In other words, is is what he's portraying to us. And, and as Balaam went on, went on to do that, that teaching became normal. Uh, within the church. So we look at the book of Ephesians as Paul Paul writes this letter to them concerning what was going on in their church at that time. And we kind of get a sense of uh, what Christ was saying when he told them that you have left your first love. Paul starts out with them, giving them praise, just as the Lord gave to John of what they was doing. Uh, They were steadfast. They believed in what they believed in. Just as Paul himself, he believed in what he believed in. But Paul had gained the mysteries, hallelujah, uh, through his suffering of Christ. Because understand that Paul, he was a Hebrew. He was a Pharisee. And he was a, had a zeal for God prior to his transformation. He had a zeal for God. He read, when we look at the, the Ten Commandments, where, where it says, Thou shalt have no other God before me. And then here Jesus comes on the scene. And um, Paul is having to process this as the Jews. Thou shalt have no other God before me. And Jesus is saying, that he is the son of God and that he will rule and, and all this is clicking with Paul. So he rejected that until 
he had his trip down Damascus Road and he realized that he could not fight and God uh, Jesus made him one of the greatest of the apostles and for that Paul was grateful so as a Pharisee he studied the laws he studied the laws of the Old Testament and in their hearts they were saved by the law they were saved by the law so when Paul came into the knowledge of Christ which he said there is no condemnation the law couldn't save you because if the law could save you, Jesus would have never had to come. Not that the law was done away with, but he said, I'd rather operate in the grace of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And this is sort of the thing what the, had gotten the Ephesians in trouble because the Jews believed that they was the only one going to heaven. And originally that was the plan. But then, hallelujah for the Lamb of God that came along. And through, his, and through his blood and by him, we was able to be adopted into the body of Christ. He opened that veil, that veil split, and the Holy Ghost became available to every man, woman, boy, and girl. And he, we became a part of that whosoever, whosoever will, hallelujah, let him come. But read the book of Ephesians as, as Paul demonstrate uh, the activity that was going on in their church and, and when when the Lord talks to the Ephesians he said you left your first love and what he is referenced is this division that began within also this church they was doing great things but they did not believe that the Gentiles could be saved they, because they was able to rebuke and um, prove the prophets liars and they rejected those teachings, that was all good. But they still had a problem with other people being saved. In other words, they began to judge, judge. They began to judge uh, who could get into heaven or who, could, who was going to hell and they was rejecting the, the Gentiles and Paul tell them in Ephesians 3, 3 for these calls I Paul the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles if you have heard of the dispensation of grace of God which was given to me toward you you were the grace of God he is letting them know it was the grace that saved them it wasn't the circumcision as they practiced on the eighth day uh, it was the circumcision of the heart he wanted them to know circumcision of man was a law that was put in place that a, a man child had to be circumcised on the eighth day but Paul is letting them know that that the spiritual circumcision is the circumcision of the heart how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as I write a four and few words, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, that is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of the promise in Christ by the gospel. Whereof I has made a minister according to the gift of grace of God, given unto me by the effectual working of his power, 
Unto me who am less than the least of all the saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable reaches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mysteries which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ to the intent that now unto the principalities and the powers in the heavenly places may, might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. And this is set into Revelations. This is the purpose of Revelation being written. It says, to the intent that now in, unto the principalities and powers in the heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Now understand Satan operates, you know, heaven is dimensional. Satan operates in, in a physical realm as well, in heavenly places, and he has some power. Understand that no don't underestimate. I told you about the, the thinking that devil is that that little uh red thing in the with the pitchfork. No, no. He's to kill, steal, and destroy. So he has power. According to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus, the manifold wisdom of God is being unveiled within the body of Christ, is, uh, is what he's saying. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. As long as we're in Christ Jesus, this is what he wants us to understand. As long as we are operating in Christ Jesus, these things that are hidden are now searchable. That's being endowed with the Holy Spirit. God, you're getting ready, and he even tells you, you're getting ready to suit up with the whole armor of God. No weapon formed against you is going to pro uh, prosper. You can now stand in boldness and have access, he said, and confidence by the faith in him. This is the power. Wherefore, I desire that you faint not at my tribulation for you, which is which is your glory. For this call I, cause I bow my knees unto the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with his might by his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love rooted and grounded in love. What did the Lord say to Ephesus? You have left your first love. That which is the love of Christ Jesus. Who gave his life for all. The saved as well as the unsaved. He did that. So who are you to say? Who will enter in? Who will stay? Who are you to say based on who you are? I thank God that that you you have invested into the sound doctrine. But you're not God. You're not God. 
and what it is 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 when we begin to judge people and people are uh, don't allow them saying who can go in and who can't go in what happens is Meant is is part of that that selfish nature, that selfish sin that that we portray. We become judgmental, one of another. And he said, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all fullness of God. Is said now unto him, hallelujah, that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that is working within us. Unto him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus with throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. This is the prayer that, that that Paul prayed for the body of Ephesus. He said, I want I, I understand you're pressing your way, you're getting it right, but don't get caught up in yourself. Don't get caught up in yourself. Men becoming lovers of themselves. And we're gonna continue on this season, and it's a more some more great points that he points out. I want you to read the book of Ephesus and, and you'll get an idea of what's going on with this church. The reason God did become upset. But they did lay, he did lay the foundation. He did found, lay the foundation. Love covers a multitude of sin. Love saved us. Love came down from heaven. To redeem us. It was love. Everything that we do. We do it in love. Love draws. It is the love that has. The drawing power. And the word has said that. God is love. God is love. So let's continue to pray much. Y'all. Continue to pray. I'm, I'm telling you this. God is getting ready to do a supernatural thing within you. And that's what Paul is want this church to get here. He said, if you get it right, it is yet to be unveiled. Hallelujah. That what God is finna fill you with, what he's finna endow you with. And you will be able to stand because he says church is going to stand forever and ever. You all be blessed. Send your comments, your questions. Let's have a conversation. Look here. If y'all want to set up a time, place, you can just come right in onto a live recording so we can discuss it at that time. Let's get it right. Let's get an understanding on this very, very important teaching the uh, like I say, the hellhounds are on your track, witches are praying against you, sorcerers are coming after you, frustrate you, but you stand bold on the word of God. You all be blessed until we meet again.